Good morning, everyone. I have with me Jay Nelson. He is the chair of the No on Prop 4 group, advocating against repeal of mandatory disclosures. Good morning, Jay. Good morning. Thanks for having me. In your, introduce yourself for a moment, Jay. You live here in Juneau? I do. I first came to Juneau in 1973, and I've been living there on and off um, for since that time, and most recently for the last... 15 years, uh, 20 years I've been there full-time. So what brought you to mandatory disclosures and ultimately forming this group, voting no on for? I knew just a little bit about it from the assembly, um, reading the newspaper about it. Um, and then I was asked to sign a petition, <clears throat> which I, I declined, but I did look into it more after that. And, um, it struck me that the realtors who are um, promoting and pushing this petition, the petition to put it on the ballot, um, were telling a somewhat um, one-sided story. And I just felt like the public really needed to have more information about this. So um, myself and a, a group of like-minded people um, formed this group um, for the no on Prop 4, to um, get some information out to the public. So up to this point, disclosures were introduced and put into the books by the Assembly in 2020. That was when it was voluntary. Then the fee was added last year. If you don't disclose, if you do not disclose the sale, what do you think of the process as it went through the Assembly? Um, I think they started originally discussing this in 2019. So it's been three years now that it's been... Um, before one group or another of one of the assembly, I stand um, corrected. The um, the original passage of the prop of the um, ordinance was it was mandatory, but there was no uh, no way to ensure that people would do it. Um, and the addition of the fine was added later in order to ensure that people would actually report. The problem was the people that tend to report voluntarily were mostly from the um, conventional um, low, middle, and moderate income homes. The business community and high-end homes, were, they were getting almost no information from, and that's the segment of the, of the real estate population that is um, difficult to assess anyway. So it wasn't really providing the information that was needed in order to get fair assessments for the public. Now, we've heard before that the disclosed information would help the assessor in assessing properties. Do you agree with that sentiment? Oh, sure. Yes. Um, I heard yesterday when the uh, realtors were talking about using Zillow, which is kind of comical since Zillow knows way less than anyone else. And the properties that I've known of, the Zillow was off wildly off so i'm hoping that the assessor doesn't use zillow um yeah you know 44 states have disclosure and six don't but in alaska one of the states does not require disclosure but alaska does allow municipalities and government entities to to require it as juno has done so it's not as if um this is a very unusual 
um, kind of requirement since, you know, the vast majority of people in America are used to this and it's just a normal course of business to report on, on sales. Well, Jay, I'm not sure if you'd consider yourself the authority on mandatory disclosures outside of Alaska, but what observations do you have in it being applied elsewhere? You're right. I'm not an expert on that. Um, well, I do know that in other states, oh, that somewhat Alaska is somewhat unique. <clears throat> Most states have counties, and the counties are, are how its um, information is gathered. Um, I, I can't really say. Uh, I have been aware of a couple of sales of property in other states, and it's kind of painless to have it reported. The other thing is, if without information on um, uh, the public information about property sales, you're, we're kind of in a, a situation where the only people with the information are the realtors. There are 3 million people in the United States with real estate licenses, 3 million all of whom have access to the information of, of the sale of my house if I sell it through the multiple listing service. So it's not exactly um, private if 3 million other people can get access to it. I can't, however, find out what the sale price of uh, houses in, in Juno are. 3 million other people can. So um, I think that the public really needs to have access to that information, just like in 40, uh, 39 other states, actually. And it helps people keep um, uh, aware of, you know, prices. And also, if they're selling or buying a house, it gives them the information they might need to get a fair price. Uh, how's that, do you figure? Uh, well, like anything else, um, if we don't know the price of things that are being sold, it's difficult for us to know if we're getting a fair price. I mean, virtually everything else, from ice cream to bananas to potato chips to cars, we have a pretty good idea because we know sales prices of lots of things. But in houses, we do not know, in Juneau at least. Most of the country does. If I'm, uh, say, moving to Juneau from another state, I, I would have no information about house prices in Juneau, except if I contacted a realtor and dealt with a realtor. So it's a bit of a monopoly for the realtors to have this information, and no one else has access to it. And I can understand why they want to keep that um, I understand why they want to keep it. Uh, it's understandable they're in business and they like to have, you know, information is worth a lot. And now, right now, they have the exclusive access to that information. So I, I do think, though, that if um, the public had access to better information, it's been shown in, in almost any system in the world that good information, transparency, and um, free markets means better lower prices. Though there is the concern of privacy and what needs to be disclosed to the city assessor, what are your thoughts in that regard? Um, it's a good question. I, you know, the assessor uh, needs to make a ju judgments about the value of property based on the sale, but there's a lot of factors in the sale that are not that they need to know in order to make that judgment. For example, if I sold a house for $400,000 and it included the um, $50,000 in furnishings, uh, the actual price of the house would be $350,000. If the realtor doesn't know that, 
they would overassess in that case. So I, I actually think the assessor needs additional information, and probably it makes more difference for business transactions. They're more complicated. There are a lot more factors involved. And in order to make a fair judgment about the about the actual value of the property, the assessor needs more information. I, um, I yeah. So, so, so that information, like what the furnishings inside the house, you believe that would help in f- determining that value? Oh, it definitely would help in determining the value. I guess the question is whether it should be public or not. You know, personally, I think that information ought to be confidential. Um, but, um, but for the assessor's purposes, yeah, they, that's the kind of information they need in order to judge whether a house sale or a business sale or land sale was a fair market sale. And if it's not, uh, they need to know it so they can accurately assess uh, the value. And, you know, what we're trying to achieve, what the city's trying to achieve, is to make assessments fair and equal across the spectrum. Right now, that's difficult for the city to do. What would you say to those that say this is an effort to increase tax revenue from the city? Um, that's always a claim. You can always make that when the city does anything. There's been no discussion of that in the assembly, no discussion by the public or by the by the um, staff or city manager. It, you know, it, there are lots of ways the city can raise money. Um, this is not the intention of this proposal. The proposal is to make a- accurate, fair assessments of property so that people are paying the right amount. Right now, you know, the the, it's pretty much well understood that business property and high-end properties are underassessed because there are fewer transactions and more difficult to determine the value, and which means lower-end properties are overassessed, which means people in the lower and middle spectrum of housing are paying more than their share, and people at the upper end are paying less. So I believe that if the city has better information, they can e- equalize that a bit. As I understand it, if this is repealed, so this would be, uh, we have the election in October, Prop 4 is passed, and it repeals mandatory disclosures. As I understand it, the city would go back to voluntary disclosures. Might that be enough, do you think, just having voluntary? Uh, No, I don't believe that, because I suppose it's better than nothing, but the fact is that the people who are disclosing are in the market, uh, the middle income and lower income housing market. Those are the people that are disclosing, and those are the ones where they have pretty good information already. It's the business properties um, and high-end homes that where they have little information, and that's where they were getting virtually no um, reports. So if it goes back to that, we'll go back to a system where the low-end properties are overpaying their taxes, and the high-end properties will be underpaying. I saw in the voter information guide, so according to the city, thirty about 30%, it was 37 around that number, was who voluntarily disclosed, whereas then when they added the fee, it was 90%. So it, w- it was clear that the option was there. I guess, would you consider if it was utilized enough? Well, it was there, but given the, given the response of the realtors to this proposal, I would I would surmise that they will be encouraging clients not to report since they're opposed to it. 
so, you know, that's just not very helpful. And just to remind people, I mean, this is a, a one-note band here. This is the realtors have put up 100% of the money for this proposal. They got it on the ballot. Um, they have a vested interest in getting it passed. Um, the public uh, is on the other side. In, in our case, we have 60 people who voluntarily contributed money to help us get the word out on this campaign for the um, no on Prop 4. And we have no particular vested interest in it. We're just interested in making um, real estate costs as low as possible with better information and also fair. What would you say to a homeowner in Juneau who's trying to wade through this whole ballot question? What information or reference can they point to? Um, well, there's a no- number of things on our website they could go to and, and, um, that are um, that we didn't produce, but links that they can look at. But I, I again, I would just argue that for anyone who wonders about this, um, you kind of look at who's promoting it and who's opposing it and and it's an interest group, uh, um, basically a monopoly on the information for realtors, and they want to protect their their um, monopoly. And that should be enough for many people just to say, hmm, maybe that's not a good idea. You, you've mentioned monopoly twice. I was wondering, and yes, on the on the prior program, they they had mentioned Zillow. But what what resources are out there? For the assessor to use to assess a home outside of mandatory disclosure? You know, I, I can't even really answer that question. I know they use a variety of, of um, inputs and try to, try to, through, you know, half a dozen or maybe more, I don't know, um, lines of evidence, try to come up with the values for homes. But I don't know what those are. I'm not an expert on assessments. Now, what do you hope a voter will consider when they get to question four on the ballot? Um, well, if someone is interested in buying or selling a home, the only source of information about prices is going to come through the realtors. And if, if anybody wants to sell their home or buy a home by themselves without a realtor, uh, it's very difficult to do because you'll have no information about home sales. So. I would say if people are interested in having more information and more transparency in how um, in the purchase and and uh, sale of homes in Juneau, they should consider voting for Prop 4, voting no on Prop 4. It's a, the, the other thing about the proposition is it's a little confusing because it's a bit of a double negative, but to vote no on Proposition 4 means you'll keep the status quo which is disclosure of property prices and transparency for the public. Okay. And we'll go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. And we're back with Jay Nelson, who's the chair for No on Four. That's Proposition Four on this year's Juneau Municipal Ballot. Jay, could you tell us a little bit more about your group, No One Four, who all is participating, who's signed on? Tell us more about that. Um, well, yeah, it's a small group, and it's only, I mean, it's not even really a, um, 
organ that organized. Um, it came late. We we organized as a result of the efforts of the realtors uh, when they they did some polling in April, and um, obviously we're looking for messages that would resonate with people. Uh, they organized um, sometime this summer and started um, their campaign with signs and. Of course, it's easy for them to put signs up since they're realtors. They have lots of places they can put them, and and mailers. Um, they spent a fair bit of money, and they've received, you know, as far as we know at this point, all their money from one source, which is the Southeast Alaska Realtors. Um, in our case, it was formed by, um, well, you can see on the list, um, Eric Kiefer was the um, treasurer, and I'm the chair of it, and then whoever. You know, we don't really have members as such. People who send in money uh, and support us uh, otherwise are part of the campaign. It's a very informal campaign. We raised a little bit of money for um, for one postcard and some small signs. And that's um, the extent of our activism outside of social media, talking to our neighbors, um, getting letters to the editor, and op-eds and so forth. I mean, it's been a very um, distributive grassroots campaign. So when this was going to be confirmed on the ballot, the group hadn't immediately formed. It was, like you were saying, birthed as of a reaction to another group. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I wanted to share this observation with you for a moment because we've got an election where all the candidates are unopposed, so it's more of a proposition ballot year. So what do you think about this increased awareness around the proposition, since that's what we have a choice on right now as voters? Um, well, you know, first of all, I'd like to encourage everyone to go out and vote. I mean, it's important uh, for Juno. It's important just as a, um, as a collective um, decision-making process. I think it's very important. I think that the, the I guess you'd call it controversy around Proposition Four, is helpful in a way, and that it um, it uh, will, I would hope, will generate more people to go out and turn out to the polls. Um, it will, you know, unlike everything else, the outcome of the election will probably depend on, you know, how many people turn out and who turns out. Um, polls aren't uh, elections aren't necessarily same as polling, um, they're more related to who turns out. And so I, you know, people need to turn out and, and, um, and vote on these, this one and other, the other three measures. Did you think this was going to generate so much discussion when you first heard about disclosures? Um, I think maybe yes. (laughs) (laughs) I, because, um, I will say that in my, observations over the last however many years, the public uh, is interested in initiatives, um, particularly when they involve, you know, themselves and money, and um, and is generally a little skeptical of of things that are run or promoted or, or introduced by um, interest groups, um, in this case, the realtors. So I, I assume that this would generate some uh, some excitement. 
Well, Jay, I appreciate you speaking with us this morning. Is there anything you'd like to add before we close out here? Um, just that I think that um, people should consider voting for Proposition 4, no, on Proposition 4, um, if they're interested in access to information and transparency. And, and above all, people need to go out and vote.